Welcome to the Up Your Backend podcast, a place where we talk about all things that increase the backend of both your business and life. My name is Laura Gusich, and we're going to be chatting launching, strategy, tech, systems, mindset, goals, and tips and tricks, because it's my mission to help as many online coaches earn big through online courses while also having incredible time freedom and spending time doing the things they love most. Online biz doesn't need to be hard, and I truly believe that with the right strategies and right mindset, you really can have it all. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you need to launch your online courses bigger than your wildest dreams. I know that we're going to have so much fun together, so let's begin. Hello, welcome back. I am so excited to be here as per usual. I honestly am absolutely loving every moment of getting this information out to you and the feedback has been incredible so far and so I just can't wait to keep recording and bringing you. I've got some epic guests lined up so that's going to be coming in the next few weeks and I'm just so excited to share all of that with you. But last week I actually did a poll on my stories and I was chatting with people about um, or I, I asked them to vote on if they need some guidance on what actually is a launch and what's the process for launching because I was having a lot of conversations with people who didn't really understand like they know the concept but they were like but what do I do when and then what's the purpose of each of the stages because I think a lot of the time we hear like you know, okay, you're going to open your cart and okay, you're going to do a challenge and all of that kind of stuff. But what's the purpose behind all of this? And kind of, you know, why are we doing it? So that's what we're going to chat about today. And we're going to chat about, so what is launching and what is the actual process? All right, so let's just start with what actually is launching because it's really not um, as complicated as it might seem, but launching is just re- um, is just releasing a product, program, or service offering to the market. That's it, right? So we're just bringing something to the market. And then there's technically two ways that launching occurs, right? So if you've got more of an Everstar, um, Everstar, Evergreen style business, think things like, you know, if you're a product-based business or if you're a restaurant or potentially you've got ongoing services, it's always recommended that you still launch the first time that you put your offer out there, right? So it's why you will see a lot of product-based businesses have the whole just launch or this is coming for their products. And it's why like if there's a new bar or a new restaurant in the area, they might have launch parties or opening night or something like that. That's all the same stuff, right? Then we have the launch style business. And so this is when you're actually going to launch every single time you want to get people inside your program. And I've been having conversations with this since the last episode about launching or evergreen because so many people have been asking me or or saying to me, thank you. I really was unsure which one I should go with. And one thing that I just also want to say on that is if you decide to have a launch style business, it does not mean you can't have evergreen programs in the back, right? Because that is a hundred percent key and it is where we want to end up. But when you're starting out, 
let's just focus on getting your your main program out there with launching right and end result like you know you think five years well not even that far but like one to two years down the track we can be launching and then when we're not launching we might have an evergreen program that's coming out or it's always there or everything like that right so we can always have both but in this launch style business we're launching every time we want to get people inside a key program all right so then what's the process for launching And I'm going to specifically talk here about processes for launching online courses and programs because there's different ways that you would be launching um, products and I'm not going to be talking about that because that is totally not my forte. But when it comes to online courses and programs, I am here to help you. So there are technically five key elements to any launch, right? And we've got three outward facing phases and then two internal facing phases. Um, phases. So the outward facing phases are your attraction phase, your amaze phase, and your action phase. And then the internal phases are your planning phase and your debrief phase. All right. And so the order that this would technically occur um, inside your business would be planning, attract, amaze, action, and then debrief. All right. And so I'm going to chat through all of these in order of how they happen and then what's their actual purpose behind them. So in planning, this phase is critical. All right. Do do not miss this phase. If you are going into your launch without any planning, and I don't mean like when you're going to open your cart because we are going to talk about dates, but I mean like how many people do you want inside? How much money are you going to make, right? This is so critical. So do not miss this, okay? Literally, if, you're, if you aren't doing this, you might as well go and shoot an arrow and have no bullseye. Like we're just shooting to the ether and there's no, we've got nothing to work towards. And what happens all the time, and I see this all the time with clients, is after a launch, they'll be like, my launch didn't like go very well or, you know, they have these expectations. And I'll always say to them, okay, cool. So how many people did you have on your wait list? How many people did you have in your, you know, free content, your challenge or whatever it is? A, they don't know, but B, they had no plan for what that meant. They don't understand the conversion options, especially if you're selling from a sales page alone, right? If you are selling from a sales page alone with no sales calls, conversion for online courses, even in a proper launch, is about 3%. All right, there are ways that we can increase this dramatically through other things. And when I say dramatically, I mean we're increasing it from different lists that we might have, like different lists will look higher, but overall it's 3%. I need you to know that because so many people think it's going to be around 50%, and that is just not the case. So if you think 3% and then you go, well, I want 10 people in, where do our numbers have to be? to get hit that mark, right? And so there are two key things to consider when we go into planning. And I'm going to talk through both of them, but one of them has a lot more elements to it, right? But one are our dates. So when are we actually doing everything? And we want to work backwards. So when are you going to actually start the program? And then when are you going to open your cart? And then when are you going to be doing your free piece of content? And then when are you going to be engaging your audience? Like, We want to work backwards, right? So planning is absolutely critical. Then we've got our dates and then we've got how much do you want to make? All right. How much do you want to make? And I recommend that you do three um, goals here, right? We want to have our mid range. So how much do you want to make, right? And technically we always, if we can say how much you want to make, let's make that, you know, mid. And then what's your like, okay, I would still be happy if it was this is your low. And then what's your hairy, scary goal? 
right? Let's have all three because then we can work towards them. But then going off that, right, once we know how much we want to make, then we can work backwards because we go, okay, well, if I want to make, you know, let's just say you want to make $10,000 and your program is $1,000. We're like, okay, cool. I need to get 10 people in. So then you're like, okay, well, if I need to get 10 people in, how many people would I need to get onto my sales page in order if the conversion is 3% or how many people do I need to get into my free content to get them to convert in order to get them to buy? right? Like how many people do I know if I want 10 people? And so this is why it's so critical to understand all of this and to work backwards. All right. So that is your planning phase. And once you have this, by the way, once you have your dates, put it in your calendar, put it in your calendar and work towards it. Right. And we really want to map this out because ideally we'll have two kind of calendars that we work with. And I teach all of this inside launch with ease, but what we want to have is two calendars. We want to have our first calendar, which is a visual of dates. And then we want to have another visual, which is actually our plan. And we're going to map it out. So it's going to be mapped out from what's the first point of this launch through to the end, right? And how does it, what does it look like? What's the customer journey? And, you know, it might be, okay, we are going to do, you know, some Facebook ads or we're going to do some organic outreach or whatever it is. And then maybe we're going to have our free content and then, okay, maybe they're going to go on a wait list. Maybe there's a sales page, maybe there's whatever it is, right? We want to map all of this out for them. So that's everything that we're doing in planning. And then we move into our attract phase. Now, One of the things I actually want to say about all of these next few phases, so with Attract, Amaze and Action, I get asked often, how long do you need to launch? And this is such an interesting question because on one hand, we could say how long is a piece of string and it really could be anything. But there is some method to the madness here, right? Like if you have a cold audience, we really don't want to be doing three weeks of a launch. We want to be giving it longer, right? However, if you have a warm audience, you absolutely can launch within three to four weeks. There is no doubt about that. If you have an engaged audience, you absolutely do not need 12 weeks. Like you don't. So it's a bit of a, um, you know, it could be anything, but it's also then dependent on your audience and your business and all of that kind of stuff. But I recommend at a minimum for attract, we're looking at about two weeks. All right. So what is the attract phase, right? The the main part of attract or the aim of this phase is all about attracting people to us and to our message, right? Like why are we helping people? What is our purpose? And we want to be doing this through getting them into our ecosystem, right? Getting them to think differently because that's how we're going to attract people. We want to stand out from the crowd. And, you know, there's so many strategies, especially like if Instagram is your um, main platform, right? Everyone's like, how do you get noticed? Use reels at the moment. That's the thing. And that's amazing. But everybody's doing reels, everybody. So how do we stop the scroll if everybody's doing reels right now? Don't get me wrong. I'm sure that the Instagram algorithm is helping with reels and all of that kind of stuff, but we need more than that. And so really the attract phase is getting people to think differently. What is your message? How can you do something or say something that's going to stop people in their tracks and be interested in what you have to say. And this is where a bit of the polarizing content comes in. And I'm not talking, every time I say polarizing, people think that I'm like, you know, we're not, we're not standing on our screen naked, you know, whatever. It's all about getting people to shift their beliefs. How can we make them think that there are different opportunities available to them, right? And then once they're in our ecosystem, so we've got them onto our page or whatever it is that you're attracting them to, whatever your platform is, 
We want to start the relationship building with them. It is so critical in this phase, right? Our relationship building and our engagement is super, super critical in this phase because they might land on us, but then they're going to be like, well, I don't really know much about this person or whatever it is. We want to build relationships. So this whole phase, if if it's two weeks for you, the two weeks should be solely focused on engaging with people in your audience, building your audience, right? And really it's the start of that funnel. And so it's like, If, for example, you're going to put a freebie out there. So this would be when you technically did a lead magnet if you had one. And, you know, this is a whole other topic around lead magnets. But um, this is when you would do it if you did have one. And so if you put that out there, well, where do you actually want them to end up? Is it your Instagram? Is it your Facebook group? Where do you, where's your ecosystem? Where can you really support your customers the most? And that is what you want to be attracting in this phase, right? You want to be attracting people in and then getting them to the place where we can um, engage with them and help them the most. All right. So that's attract. Then we move on to amaze. All right, so the amaze phase is all about showing people the opportunities of what's possible, right? We're going to amaze them with the possibilities of life, of business, of whatever it is that you are selling and supporting them with. And in this phase, teaching is really key, right? And I'm not saying that we want to teach our program here because that's not what we're about. We want to teach them by showing them what those possibilities are and then how they relate to your program. Okay. And so we're going to do that through transformation. So we're going to do that through case studies and testimonials and teaching them that you can go from this to this, right? Teaching them your method. And we're not going to be saying like, we're not going through our course outline. All right. I see it all the time. People start to show my, the course outline. This is what's included in the course. This is blah, blah, blah. No one cares. Sorry to tell you, but nobody cares, all right? What they care about is how are you relating to their problems? Do you understand the symptoms that they have and can you fix that for them, all right? This is also when we're going to be doing our free content and this is where the most, the majority of the teaching will come in. And so this is your stuff like your masterclass, your challenge, your video series, your live launch, whatever it is, this is when you are doing most of your teaching. Now, on this point as well, I get asked all the time, what's better? masterclass, webinar, challenge, video series, live launch. They all, actually, the everything aside from the live launch has very, very similar conversion rates, right? They're all very, very similar. Really, it would be like, look, what works best for your industry? There would be no, um, nothing better for any of these. However, the live launch is actually um, at the moment with stats coming out, it is saying that it is converting at the highest. And there's a reason for this. And so the live launch has kind of made way, um, I would say, from my understanding, the pandemic has obviously increased this majority um, hugely. And so it started just before, I think it was like in the beginning of 2020, but you know, depending where you live, when did COVID really happen, you know? So it was at the beginning of 2020 and live launches is all about doing a live event. So it's not, a lot of people think a live launch is just like a masterclass broken into three days and it is not. What a live launch is, we still have got the same content by the way. And I, actually I'm just going to touch on that quickly because there is a method to all of these and all of them have the same method. 
okay, for what we're going to be teaching. It's just how we're breaking it up. So in a masterclass, in a challenge, in a video series, in a live launch, they've still got the same method. But the difference between a live launch and, say, a masterclass is that a masterclass is a Zoom you know, just everyone's sitting on Zoom and you're kind of teaching. A live launch is an actual event. People are attending an event and there is no, like, just everyone on Zoom. It's really that they can only really see you. You might be teaching or not might be, you will be teaching. We will be giving people transformations. It's an actual event. So think of, like, if you were to go to an event anywhere, you know, like a workshop, we're just taking that and we're doing it online, but it's not a masterclass. All right. So live launches are tending to have a higher conversion rate at this point in time. My belief on why this is, is because, well, there's a few reasons, but a live launch allows people to really experience you, to really have the opportunity to feel like what it's like to work with you. And that is so critical in 2022. There are more online businesses now than ever. And in order for people to feel through all of the weeds, they need to get that relationship with you. They need to feel connected with you. And giving them the opportunity to do that through a live launch is so, so important. And if you can do a live launch, I would always recommend it, right? The other reason is it's live. So A, stuff's probably going to happen and then people get to see that you're real, but also you are getting feedback in real time right? There's a huge amount of Q&A involved. We're setting it up so that people can actually learn and then ask questions, learn and then ask questions, learn and then ask questions, right? It's a completely different experience. And so that is your free content, right? But I recommend if you've got the opportunity to do a live launch, but they all work, right? And I wouldn't necessarily say this for everybody because if you're in fitness, for example, um, a challenge actually works really, really well with you. I had a client who um, did great area drinking and every single time before she launched, she did a some sort of a um, nine times out of 10, it was a sober challenge, but there was also some sugar challenges and things like that. And it worked Honestly, I can't even tell you how amazing it worked for this client because that's what her audience wanted, right? Like a 21-day alcohol-free challenge. It works wonders. So it is still industry-specific, but live launches are tending to have a bit of a higher conversion, all right? So this phase, so the amaze phase really here, what we're about is we want their eyes to stay on us until our doors open, all right? So we've got them in through the attract phase. Now we want to keep all of their eyes on us until we get those doors open. So then we've done our amaze phase and then we move into our action phase. And the action phase, the aim of this phase is to move people into action, right? This is our cart open phase. And I want to really emphasize here when people talk about launching your launch your your open card is not your launch right that's the decision point that is the decision phase your open card is when people are making decisions your marketing and you getting people through the door happens not in action phase not in open card it's happening before all right so i really want to make that differentiation for you here because the action phase is actually about helping people overcome their objections right it's helping them to think through what would their life be like if they didn't make the change that your program helps them do And it's all about that phase, right? So it's teaching them what it would be like. It's helping them overcome those objections. It's why, you know, we want to release potentially an additional payment plan if, you know, price is an issue. This is what we're doing in action phase. There is really no um, key marketing happening in this phase. It's just decision point. Now, 
when I say marketing, what I we're still telling people our card is open. We're still getting people through the doors, right? But we're not doing all of that extra teaching stuff that we did previously. This is about decisions. Okay, and then we want to really, really keep this. Uh, somebody asked me a few days ago, how long should your open cart be? And I want to say, look, uh, there's a few things here. And again, it's going to be industry specific, but we really, and look, there's no rule of thumb here, but let's just go five to seven days, right? Or four to seven days. But people do it shorter. People absolutely do it in, you know, two or three days and people do it longer in 14 days. However, it's a lot of energy, right? In action, because we are helping people move through into decision, it does take a lot of our energy and it shouldn't be stressful because there should be nothing else that you're doing, right? Your sole focus is to support people through their decision making. So it shouldn't be a lot of um, a lot of work, but it is a certain amount of energy that's needed through your open cart period. And it's not stressful, but we are focused, right? And so if you're doing 14 days of that, that's a long time. But also, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, launches are so stressful. I don't know how I keep up my energy. I just, it's too much. I would get you, I would ask you the question, go back and look, did you have the other two phases or did you try and do everything inside the action phase? Because all of my clients that I've worked with, that's what they're doing. They're putting the other two phases inside action and they're trying to do everything in that phase, right? They'll have a pre-sale and then they're going to have a masterclass and then they're trying to get pre-sale people on. They've got a wait list and they've got everything crammed into this one phase, all right? On wait list, by the way, one of the things that I found is working incredibly well and especially for people who don't like to sell or they feel funny selling is that once we've had our free content, instead of having to say at the end, hey, here's my program and I've got a special discount for you. What we want to do is actually say, hey, I don't have anything to sell. But if you're interested in working with me, here's my wait list. And then you can let them know when your doors open, right? And there's a full process for this. And we go through this in Launch With Ease as well. But it just makes it so much simpler for you to not have to sell. And it works because people want your stuff if you've done your free content right, okay? So let's go back to open car. Your open car, five to seven days. It is going to be industry specific. What I mean by this is if you're business to business, if people are buying your program to increase their business or give it business value, most people are not making decisions on a Friday if you're in business, right? Monday to Thursday is when they are making decisions. By Friday, lunchtime, if most, if at all on Friday, they've checked out. They are not working on a Friday, right? So you could do a four-day launch and close it at midnight on a Thursday because that's when those decisions are getting finalized. If you're doing B2C, then I would say that actually doing it on a Sunday is probably more beneficial because Monday to Friday, people are in their nine to five. They're super busy, right? Friday, they're finally relaxing. And then they've got the weekend to talk to their partners, to have the conversation, to maybe, (coughs) beg my pardon, maybe chat with you to get across the line, right? And then Sunday night, it closes. So it's really dependent on your industry, but that five to seven or four to seven mark is where kind of that sweet spot is. All right. And so then we've got after action, we move into debrief and debrief is critical. Really, the two internal phases people miss all the time and they're so important, right? They, they are, please, <laughs> they're really critical, right? Like we have to be doing these. 
And so the whole purpose of a debrief is to analyze our launch, right? We're going to make note of what could be improved for next time, what worked and what didn't work. We want to look at our numbers, right? So this is why the planning phase is important because now we're going to go back and go, okay, cool. So, and this is so critical for people where they're like, oh, my launch didn't go amazing. And, you know, I've had people that have got four people into their program and they had 10 people on their bloody wait list. That's an incredible launch, incredible okay but we get so caught up in oh my god I need to have 10 people or I need to have whatever but actually what it comes down to is how many people are you servicing how many people are in your ecosystem that want your stuff right and then there's so many points to how we get them there and you know we've gone through that so this is critical right and we want to analyze all of our numbers we want to analyze where everything ended up And the reason that we want to do this is because the aim of launching is to do it over and over and over again, all right? Do not, do not throw your launch away, all right? Do not change everything. What you want to do with your debrief is go, okay, cool. What worked really well? We're going to do that next time. What didn't work so well? What could I change, right? And that's what you're going to change for next time. And we don't want to be making too many changes at once, by the way. If you're like, that's it. My launch was shit. I'm changing everything up. It's actually going to do you more harm than good. And I know I've spoken about this in a previous episode. It's going to do you more harm than good, all right? We want to make sure that we're not changing everything. We're using our debrief to actually help us make those decisions for our next launch. All right, they are your five phases of a launch. Hopefully, that has made a little bit of sense for you and you're getting a clearer understanding of the phases and their importance, the importance of each of those phases. All right, big love, and I can't wait to chat with you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you're not already following me on social media, come and chat with me over on Instagram at at lauravusage underscore. And don't forget, this podcast is about helping you to grow your online coaching programs. So make sure you drop any questions you have into the link in the show notes so that I can keep helping you in the best way possible. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.